Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Math Wrestling Podcast, episode 201. I am the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, and with me as always is the artist formerly known as the Butcher and the podcast machine, Mike Larkin. How are we, gents? Doing good, doing good. Doing good, good. L. Well, L, yeah. yes. There, there's Man a flip. bug going around the UK. I think it's called Sky. And we're pleased to welcome awesome. back the leader of the Switch Babe Army, the newly renamed Mrs. Courtney Cross. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome what's back. Up, what's up? Welcome back. I'm doing fabulous. Headed to New Jersey in April, so. Well, it was either that or bad luck Farley was going to give somebody some bad luck. Yeah. From what we hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My husband was basically threatened with a grenade from Fale. <laughs> let me go. So, I'd see that as so, an honor. I'd brag I got threatened by bad luck Fale. <laughs> that's what I told him. I'm like, this is a badge of honor, dude. <laughs> you got threatened by Fale and lived to tell the tale. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of good stuff happening this week. As we announced last week, we'll be bringing back Matt Wrestling in the hot seat this week with a very special interview with Impact Wrestling star Killer Cross. Good yes. times, good times. What are we going to do? Good times, dude. Like, 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 like Courtney, man, I'm just going to, I don't know, I'm going to contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be like a little, like a, like a, I don't know, obsessed. Do you know what? I, I'm going to say I watched Impact last week. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Really? I, the one with Cross and um, Johnny, whatever his name is, in the main event. Yes, that no DQ. Yeah. Was great. That was Johnny a cracking main event. It's got, it was very good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It, it's, it's Cross, man. It's Cross. Cross makes, does shit. Cross just brings this East, this old school ECW vibe that we have been sorely missing in wrestling, and he blurs the lines so well. Like sometimes, like I don't even know, like which dude I'm speaking to. Am I speaking no. to the guy behind, or am I speaking yeah, to yeah, yeah? That, that's exactly that's exactly who he is. That's exactly who Kevin Cross is. He's the good guy. He's the guy in between, and then he's the bad guy. Yeah, like that no DQ. He's so good. He's so insane. He's so underrated. So underrated. Yes, he is. He's underrated and underappreciated. And I'm like Mm -hmm. saying, if Gato ever hears this, if Gato or Tiger Hattori ever hears this, sign him, you coward. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. She's right. She's right. She's right. If you were going to take a chance on anyone and anyone that could make you a shit ton of fucking money yeah. and make himself a shit ton of money, you go with the guy with all the cards and it's him. It is. I mean, like it's... that match and those facials that he was pulling, like those facial expressions, like where, like where that one point in the match where he just puts his hand over his face and it's like you see like he just he, he cools himself down a little bit. Because he knows he's about yeah. to kill somebody if he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. that visual was just amazing, and just his facial expressions and how he can express like every human emotion known to man 
within a span of like 30 seconds. It's like... I say um, within a wrestler or any wrestler that you know, you, you they have moments that, you, you, do you know what I mean? You specifically remember a standout moment that made you go, wow. Killer Cross has had so many of them in impact. Now, I say this with I say this with respect. But them moments he's having are in a very, very weak company. And I just look at him and I think, imagine the moments you could have if you joined someone that believed in you. Don't join WWE. Fuck's sake, don't. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the one thing, like, everybody keeps asking him, telling him to go to WWE on Twitter. Nah. And I'm like, yeah, no, that noise. Fuck no. Because Fuck no. WWE is so PG right now, and even when they try to be risque, they can't get that right. They're not ready he, for him. He'd, he'd have to stay in NXT. He would, because Triple it's... H would know how to work with him, but Vince McMahon wouldn't. And I that, think Triple H would love him. Love I think him. Triple H would love Cross because he loves yeah. people that have like a legitimate background. He loves people that know what they're doing. I mean, Cross has known what he is doing for years. Like if you go back and you watch his YouTube channel and you watch that chronological playlist and you just watch yeah. it through, like you can see like he knew what he was doing from almost the very beginning. And... Like, when you said there's moments with him, like, there's so many. Like, I sit there and I try to pick a favorite promo of his from before he was signed to Impact. Mm -hmm. And I just can't. I'm like, okay, there's the 999 one. There's the, there's the one with Sammy Guevara. There's the, you know. I've seen the one with Sammy Guevara. I like that. I do like that. I like that one. The way he's, the way he's did the little kid laugh and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just priceless. I'm sitting he's there. just he's so talented. He really is. I'd I'd like him just I'd just like him to be a silhouette in New Japan and the just the lights come on and he's just got the bullet club trench coat on. But, oh, oh, my dream is him in a Jay White tag team. Because both of them use the Sayoto suplex. Both of them are good heels. Both of them are miles ahead career-wise, mm. you know, it would be great, like, to see, like, Cross as, like, maybe Jay's bodyguard or something for a while before he turns on them, you know? I just think, I just think, I think AEW, whether it's AEW or New Japan, that, that, that them are the places where he, where he's going to get, you know what I mean? I do want New Japan over the AEW because I just want to see him. You know what I mean? Thanks. To me, New Japan's to me, regardless of what people say, New Japan for me is the pedestal. It is. Like I hold it's... the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in higher regard than I do the yeah. WWE Championship. Oh, I do. No, I do. I do. I do. And, like, Especially I have a... when you watch these guys, how they pay their dues in New Japan. Yeah. Like Jay White, for instance, like he had a he had a burgeoning career in the UK, 
and he decided himself after being given the business card by Finn Balor, which that's why I always call Jay White Finn Balor's progeny because it's because of him and because of Balor's influence that he is the way he is and it shows. Like you see a lot yeah. of Balor in him. But getting yeah. back to Jay and his virgin career, he went to the Young Lion Dojo, basically what is military school for wrestling, and dealt with all of the crap that the Young Lions have to deal with when he didn't have to. And he he is doing so much better for it. And I think that's why. Because he had a career before, already had that knowledge, then goes into the dojo with it, and then the dojo just perfects it in, like, iron sharpens iron. And it made him just this force to be reckoned with. Because even when I saw him in ROH back two years ago, I even said, I was like, I looked him up. I'm like, no way this kid is in his, in his, in his younger 20s. No freaking way. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching. I'm like, this kid. I'm like, I even said back in 2016 before he came back as Switchblade, I said, this kid is going to be a force to be reckoned with in this business. And look at him now. Now he's he's beaten Tanahashi. He's beat, he's he's gonna he's got an IWGP Heavyweight Championship match, kind of like Okada did. It, it's it's so gratifying as someone who you know observes the business and who kind of has you know, a little insight on it from my experience that to see that, to see that you call somebody before they get big, it's just the best feeling in the world. Because then when they succeed and like when he went out at Wrestle Kingdom and all white and with that Okada ass, I was so mm -hmm. proud. And, you know, like crossing New Japan, getting back to that, like I have an entire angle booked for him, like with, VTR videos and everything like for him to actually join Suzuki Goon. Yeah. Like I have an entire angle booked. Like I've got it <laughs> booked from start to finish because I was like, okay, one night I was thinking, I was like, hmm, cross in New Japan. Okay. Either Bullet Club Firing Squad or the, or Suzuki Goon. Cause like, I would love to see like, Cross and Suzuki together, like that dynamic. I love Minoru. I love Minoru. <laughs> I love him too. I love him so much. I call him my wrestling dad because I want him to adopt me and teach me the art of young lion murder. <laughs> yeah, I had to fact check something at, after Wrestle Kingdom, and I'm I was quite amazed that I was actually right because at, at first it was just a guess. But um, Jay White is only the second person to defeat. Okada one-on-one -on -one at Wrestle Kingdom. The other person is Tanahashi. You did it twice. Yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but... Old Tanahashi. Yeah, but that's a hell of an accomplishment at such a young age. Wait, how many times did he beat him at Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, twice. twice. Tanahashi twice? Yeah, Tanahashi's twice. beat him twice, but Jay White's the only other person that's ever beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom one-on-one. -on -one. Nice. And I think that that shows that there's a respect for Jay in the office. Mm -hmm. And that shows, like, how much of a good guy he is behind the scenes, behind the whole, you know, cocky prick character he plays. You know, like, like, shows... like you say, it's it's paying your dues, isn't it? And then, and then being respectful. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, and, and like when you come from the dojo too, especially if you're a foreigner, yeah. New Japan looks out for you like no other. Like that office yeah. takes care of you because they know that you're more of a homegrown talent than you are a gaijin. Yeah. Like Kenny, like he came in, you know, with his career and didn't do the dojo and that stuff. And he did DDT and other things. So, you know, like, I feel like that's maybe why there isn't the same level of love shown to him because, mm. you know, really, unless you go through their system, you know, like they really don't consider you a home talent. Yeah. 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 yeah Vince tends and, to have that mindset as well. Yeah. Yes, he does. It's like, yeah. You know, like, unless you're my creation, I don't want anything to do with you. And I'm so glad that Triple H has kind of made the changeover to allow talent to keep their gimmick. Do you think that's, do you think that's why then, Courtney? Do you think that's one of the main reasons that Omega always got that close but couldn't grasp it? I think there was a lot of backstage politics involved at the time. And I think with Okada especially, because Okada was New Japan's golden goose. Yeah. Like, they want to protect him as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think they wanted to make the moment that Kenny finally did go over Okada, you know, even that more special. So I think they kind of thought, okay, we can make this uber special. And at the same time, we can protect Okada by... You know, having Kenny come so close and then, you know, because he came so close, everybody's like, we got to see this again, right? So then you print more yen because yeah. <laughs> Okada and Omega matches are the thing that make it rain. You oh, know, they were golden. Like, mm -hmm. like, look at, like, look at the matches, like the match they had at Wrestle Kingdom, like that match got people talking. Yeah. Omega yeah. Versus yeah. 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 Casual WWE fans like, where can I see this match? Yeah. And then like this year, even you know, I know it's a totally different match, but Jericho and Omega. Mm. You know, like that it was match like happened. um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was. I think it was. It was it twelve. That that had basically they had the Angels Wings. Then there was the Rainmaker. Yeah. Then there was. Then there was, I think, someone, wasn't it? And Omega, it's it's Okada with the Rainmaker. Fuck it, it was, oh, it was 11, unreal because he had Jericho last year. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah <laughs> eleven. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, yeah. you just watch matches and you just kind of like, oh, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that Omega Okada match at Dominion. Like, there were so many wow moments in that that yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is so good. This is too much. This is too early in the morning for this crap. <laughs> you know, like, I'm sitting there because my husband's sleeping in the bedroom and I'm just screaming and I don't even care because <laughs> I got oh, in it. So when we're watching it here, it's like, it's like half past nine in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've just took the kids to school. And I'm like, oh shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! You know, like neighbors knocking on the door. Are you okay? Are you alright? Yeah, watching wrestling's fine. <laughs> Omega Okada is on. 
Well, speaking of something that'll make you scream, we got the debut of Walter at NXT UK, which oh. all around was a great show. Uh, do you know what I love the most about that? Is how oh. they kept this theme and everybody was singing it. I just, I, I just loved. I love to start to start things off. I loved that big boot. <laughs> the Joe Coffee, yeah. I loved it, and then I just loved the fact that two two guys stood face to face, and then I loved the the change of stance. Yeah, and it, it you know when you get like them face offs that you just know. There's energy. Mm. That that there. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. No. I just. I, 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 it's oh. Pete yeah. Dunne is quickly becoming yeah. a license to print money as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Pete Pete Dunne's Pete Vince McMahon right now is sitting there going, Kevin, can we get Vince dollars? <laughs> <laughs> and um, can we buy the? Can we buy our own currency? I want Pete Dunn's face. Somebody tell him we're changing the pound to Dunn's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one oh. thing I tweeted is when Walter appeared, I said, "Never ever believe the end credits for an NXT show because they showed yeah. the little screen bottom box." And I'm sitting thinking, really, we get no Walter? And then the second I say that, yeah. you hear, dun, 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 dun. Do you know what the thing was, right? I like the fact that I was right as well. Because I got called out and said, oh, Walt Walter's making his debut beginning of January. No, no, he's not. He can't. He's got one more show, last indie show. And there he is. Oh. Well, that's the difference, isn't it? With NXT, they get to finish off their indie shows while they're still yeah. under contract. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Triple H. And like right now, and right now, a huge match is going to take place in progress. It's going to see Mark Haskins and Eddie Dennis actually team, which is huge because Eddie is signed to UK and yeah. Mark is signed to ROH. So that is a Which. huge deal. Which brings me to which brings me to that the uh, the new group the new group in ROH. I, oh, I, yeah. Do you know what I I love our ROH. Um, what was it the Bloodline? Um, Is that what they're called? I'm, I'm I not sure. So I believe so. Yeah, it's him. Uh, yeah. Dashwood. Emma's a great fit for there. Mark Haskins, Juice Robinson. I can't wait. It's just, yeah. I love how they do it. Lifeblood, it's called. Yeah. Lifeblood. There you go. Lifeblood, thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just love how they do it. But these build these, you know, these, these new factions. Because and... you've got, yeah. obviously, uh... oh, what's his name? Villain. Oh, Marty Scurll. Yeah, Marty's girl. they've got their villain enterprises has, has come. Mm. I think what they're doing, obviously, is because, yeah, because of the new, obviously, all the changes from obviously ROH, uh, ROH New Japan, and all the people leaving and going to AEW. 
it's it's kind of like you've got to build something new, haven't you? But yeah. always, but but with looking after the new talent as well, it's almost like integrating them into a group, isn't it? Yeah, you know, asking like to, asking to be asking to be perfect. It's almost like they're taking after New Japan by building it around factions. Yeah. Yeah, and Haskins is so damn talented, and he's he is just, such a yeah, nice he's fantastic. dude. Like I got to meet him in New Orleans during WrestleMania week, and at the Progress Bourbon is also a biscuit show. Um, and him and his wife Vicky were so kind and so sweet to us, and I have seven cats, and one of them, his name is Marshall Haskins. After uh-huh. one. <laughs> and I tweeted him one day, and I was like, he was like, here's a picture of the cat I told you about. And he's like, he's like, oh, he looks proper chuffed. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I remember the and, first time I saw Mark Askins was a few years ago at Maximum Impact. Um, they were in the middle of a break. Okay, we're going to tape a match for Explosion now. Uh, Austin Aries is going to take on a, a local talent. And out comes Mark Askins. And I thought, who the f- Fuck is this guy? He's awesome. Cause I'd never heard of him yeah. before. Then he just turned he's, up out of nowhere. He's fantastic. Yeah, like I follow he's the underrated. Yeah, I follow the UK scene pretty closely. Like not as closely as I used to, because like I used to have like five Pivot Share subscriptions to five different UK. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just so good and so insane. But now, like a lot of the talent that you know I really cared about, you know, like, now mm-hmm. they're in or they're signed here signed there so it's easier to see them so you know it's just like you know as long as i have rev pro ipw and um and icw and progress i love icw i love icw oh me too i love the fact that you're not scared to bring the crazy no like you're not scared at all they go balls to the wall every freaking yeah. show. And have, one, I'm sorry, Courtney, go ahead. One thing that I'm noticing with progress, though, is it's getting a lot more corporate and a lot less underground than it used to be. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the vibe that I'm getting. Like, you see, like, the production assistants with the earbuds in their ears, with the little mics and stuff, and it's like, yeah. it's like, I know we need to grow, but can we please keep it to what made me fall in love with progress to begin with? It was the yeah. fact that underground yeah. and it was small venues it's and- like it's like they think it's like they think that the guy if, if they look they look professional if they show just how many people it takes to run a show do you know what i mean let's, yeah, like put, so many let's show that guy in a suit there because he looks important <laughs> you know yeah, like, like there's like so many um you know, production assistants running around during that show. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell, man? You know, how many production assistants do you need out there? How many, yeah. you know, and like, like, I just miss that. I miss. Well, you know, was, do you know the what? There was, a, there was an incident on uh, ROH when Juice Robinson walked out and he stood in the ring. Now they've got all the streamers. And then, I, do you know what? It's the tackiest, most sloppiest recording I've ever seen in my life. But it's got this guy, and he slides into the ring on all fours and starts picking up the streamers <laughs> while Juice is sta- standing there on camera. 
And I'm like, for fuck's sake, this is why people slate ROH. Because of sloppiness and like that. You know what I mean? For a start, if if it, if you're gonna do that, right? Wait until wait until wait until you got cut into a break. Yeah. Or you know, or like wait. Don't until, be the fucking streamers. Or wait until the entrance is totally finished and both wrestlers have done yeah. their entrance, and then and then you clear out the ring. Yeah. You know, I like just, that's on that's on tape. That's be that's taped. I said, wow. I mean, you like, know. I love streamers and everything, but, you know, like, it's starting to get ridiculous because some fans do not know how to throw them. <laughs> no. And, no. And they will, and they will yeah. bean a wrestler in a head. Like, I've seen it, like, happen, like, four or five times here lately. And I'm like, uh, fans, learn how to throw your streamers if you got to buy, like, some cheap ones from the dollar store that you're not going to use at the show and you got to practice in your backyard how to throw these, you know, Go ahead and do that. Don't be you know, throwing like, them like don't... Bumblebee with a teepee. <laughs> no. No. So, you know, like, and the whole thing with the NXT UK show, getting back to that, like, Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm tore that wow. shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was sitting there oh. like, I was like, yes, queens, show them how the women do it. Because it was amazing. Yeah, and I knew it was coming, but I also loved the support for Tony Storm as well. Oh, yeah. Me absolutely. too. And Tony is back on social media, on Instagram, and on Twitter now. Oh, and apparently the from... Oh, sorry. Instagram, sorry, though, Instagram, though, she has limited comments to only people that follow her. So, like, if you don't... If she doesn't follow you, you can't comment on her status. Like, you can like it, but you can't comment. And yeah. I... I applaud her for doing that, for mm-hmm. kind of safeguarding herself, because after what happened, and it was so horrible, and I'm still pissed about it, and I still think that people who hack into other people's phones yeah. need yeah. to go to jail for yeah. a long yeah. time. I'm talking five, ten years. In yeah. Gen no, Pop, I agree. It's, it's, it's getting ridiculous yeah. now. It's getting ridiculous. A lot, of people, really a lot of people say, like, you know, like, don't have that on your phone, but you don't realize oh, no. that... Those, that, it's that, your that, personal it's your personal fucking don't have it on your phone or it's like don't have it on your phone so is it okay to have it on my computer well apparently it was yeah. the iCloud wasn't it yeah, yeah. exactly and I'm like this you is know, exactly so the kind of shit where so I don't it use should iCloud be, exactly so that that in itself is supposed to be secure yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. at the end at the end of the day it, and personally and personally, from a personal perspective, like you don't know and you don't realize that she's dating a fellow wrestler. She's signed to NXT UK. They're both probably busy all the time. And hey, people have needs, and you're human too, holier than thou person that yeah. says that. You know, <laughs> like you you got You got to find a way to make the relationship work. And a lot of times in the wrestling business and in the entertainment industry, that is how you make it work. So yeah. you know, like don't judge them and don't bash judgment and don't be holier than thou i'm sure you and pretty much everybody has taken some kind of inappropriate picture that is on their phone mm-hmm. that they don't want the world to see so sh- shut the hell up with that and get the fuck out of here with that bullshit yeah 
Sure. Now, I have, I have to say this as well because we talked about females, but there were some females in there. ICW reference here. Not only did we have Jazzy Gabbard, but one Kaylee Ray was in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that there's like the the alpha female is signing. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Because the, the last thing I heard was obviously she there. Uh, she was she was doing a a funding thing so she could have surgery on her neck. Yeah. Um, which which was in the end then paid for by WWE. In fact, the surgery was done. So I don't know. There's nothing there. I can't find anything on whether she has signed with WWE. But to me, if you're if you're at a WWE events and you're showcased on camera, then there there has to be something. Either the contract is about to get signed or it's already been signed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they don't show wrestlers in the crowd unless they're about to sign or and then, signed. Yeah. It, and then you look at it and then you also see Luke Menzies was in the crowd, the former rugby player who's been on NXT a couple times. It looks like they're going to put him on the NXT UK brand, which I'm down for. He has a great build and he, he has a lot of promise. Yeah. yeah, and I was sitting there looking at Luke Menzies. I was like, I was like, this dude is a babe. This is going to be a winner with the women right here. Because I was like, Luke Menzies, I got to know more about you, dude. And so I start Googling and researching and finding stuff on him. Oh, I go that's how saying. That's... British What's girls love their name? rugby boys. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Luke Menzies? Huh? Luke, Luke Menzies. Yes. We have a look at him. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Of course, the guy would say that. <laughs> no, I, I like the fact that I like the fact that there's all these, um, you know, um, athletes um, around. You know, guys, guys, people retiring from sports, whether it's through injury um, or actual retirements, but then they're having a go. Or something new. A lot of them are going into wrestling. Yeah. Um. There was there was a goalkeeper from Germany. I think he had a tryout. Um. For WWE, a guy called uh, Tim Weiss. Yeah. Um. He had a he's, he's got a phenomenal physique, absolutely phenomenal. Um. And then there's the, the other guy from the UK. Oh, what was his name? Goalkeeper. Can't think of his name was. Can't remember. I can't remember his oh, name. Remember. Another guy, you know, more about the gym. Yeah. Um, and then there's a a couple of females which have just broke broke on onto the circuit as well. Um, former athletes. So. I just I just think it's 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 encouraging. Hmm. It, it's it's good it's it good is. to see that. Wrestling is wrestling's not you know I I remember sitting there as a youngster watching wrestling and my dad would come in and my dad would go we watching that shit for it's not real <laughs> yes. and and that's what you get you know what I mean? it's not real and I'm like well doesn't make make a difference well what it is what were you watching it for because I like it they they then go and watch Coronation you know? Street. Oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> and then my dad would go and sit down and put the bill on. 
They're not real coppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. it's nice to see legitimate athletes too go into the business and do so well because it kind of proves a point that hey, legit athletes are doing this, dude. This isn't just people from That's it. That's it. from the backyard federations just putting on trash, you know, it's it's I think it's a respectful thing to listen to these people as well that have had to bust their asses. You know, that that they busted their asses to do the original pre- profession which they've walked away from to start this new one and then they're having to bust their asses but they're realizing just how hard it is to make it yeah yeah like there have been some legitimate athletes like from the nfl from wherever they are rugby you know even i think there's a couple of soccer players that have done it well i watched Um, the thing with lebron james lebron james went to the wwe um, tryout center. It's on YouTube somewhere, um, and and he did one of the. Uh, I think um, he was he was training with. I think it was Tino Sabatelli. Funny enough, and he was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in the ring, like if you've never been in the ring and you've never done those drills, you do not understand that that is the worst cardio you will ever go through in your life. Yeah. It is it is intense. It is like you get gas like three or four times, but you still got to keep going. And, you know, like athletes professionally, like, you know, like if they're in a game, like if they're in a football game or in a basketball game, they get to tap out. Like if they get tired, like yeah. they can rotate somebody else in. When there's a rest, when it's a wrestling match, it is solely you and that other person. So there yeah. is, unless it's a tag match, you know, like there is no tagging out of this and you gotta and also you gotta keep up the acting you've gotta keep up your facials you've gotta keep up your selling you've gotta keep up oh shit we gotta do this move next and then you've gotta keep up with you know the cardio which is intense so it's like you know like a lot of people don't realize how freaking hard this business is and that's why like there have been athletes that have came in and said well fuck me sideways this is too hard (laughs) you know and they can't no. And they can't yeah. make it. Well, it's like that, yeah. that, that absolutely. Uh, I, 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 I say disgrace with, with in a, you know, in a, in a respectful manner. Well, that, that bloody Gallagher freaking wrestling divvy. What oh. was his name? Oh, um, I can't even remember his name because it's been so far back. Yeah, he, what was his he's name? From, he's from Louisiana, where I'm from. And I was right. like, I was like, are you serious, dude? All the people, all the talented wrestlers in Louisiana, yeah. WWE just had to go and pick this one, the most stereotypical from Louisiana yeah. you can oh, find. ZZ. ZZ. Yeah, ZZ. Yeah. 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 And I'm like. I just, I, it was, he was a disgrace. He, he, he was a was. disgrace. He was lazy. He didn't. He wasn't motivated. He was just there to have a good time to get out of Louisiana. Like I know exactly what his motivations were because I've seen it a thousand times with people from around here. Like they will do anything to escape this state and escape this life. So what they're gonna do is is they're gonna go and they're gonna do whatever they can to escape. And I think he just wanted to escape for a bit, and you know just appeared. On show just mm. for the hell of it 
and thought, hey, because I can wrestle alligators in my family business, I can handle this. And not knowing that it's a whole lot more than, you know, dealing with alligators. And he didn't know what he was getting into. He was naive. He was too young. He was too young to be on that reality show. I know we have like a lot of people that are young and they're mature. But these days, nine times out of ten, it's not the case. And you've got to kind of watch who you sign to those type of shows. Yeah. And I think WWE, you know, if they do do another Tough Enough somehow on the network or whatever, they have to, you know, do more thorough background checks on these people. Do more, you know, looking up on these people. And one thing that I couldn't stand about Tough Enough is, like, you had, I think it was, like, Eva Elise or somebody on Tough Enough one year. and Or Chelsea Green it was. And because she already knew how to sell and stuff, like, they were fussing at her for selling. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, are you serious? You're fussing at her for selling? Yeah, that, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that was the same season that had Patrick Clark, who would later go on to be the Velveteen Dream on it, yep. Oh. Yeah. And so, and Say his name again. Velveteen Dream. I oh. love Velveteen Dream. And it's and it's hilarious. I have a cat named Velvet, so every time I'm watching oh. NXT and they say Velveteen, she's looking around like, wait, how do they, how do they know my name? Now, I have to go back to the UK for a second because we have to take our shoes off because Zach Gibson and James yeah. Drake are inaugural tag champs. That's a fantastic oh, your shoes off. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. Exactly. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. <laughs> I was sitting there at home. I was popping for the crowd because UK Lazy. fans are the best fans in mm-hmm. the wrestling world. You can fight me on it. And I'm an American, and I'm saying that. <laughs> As an American, UK fans kick our ass with the yeah. chance that they come up with and everything else. Like even, you remember the Baby Shark song? We uh, we in the progress group one month, like we were trying to figure out how to work that into British Strong style. And like I was trying to help him come up with stuff. And it's like those fans have a freaking party. Like they just let loose. They're not all stiff and like and like we just gotta be we gotta be nice Americans and just sit here and just enjoy. No, it's like we're going balls to the wall, we're gonna have fun. And exactly. you know, like I even tweeted, I was like, I retweeted a tweet with the image of all the shoes off. And I said, UK fans are the shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all are the best. And, you know, and the UK fans have been so good to me, too. Like, they've accepted me as an American. Like, they've already sold me. They're like, you're just an honorary Brit. Like, you're not <laughs> sure, an American. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, Tony. So I'm sure, though, that what, what it is, is people don't get British humor. They don't get it. After the event, I was looking at some of the posts on RWT, and I think Tony, Tony had basically did that, and he said, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Kirkland don't put the post that doesn't get, why are they chanting, you know, take your shoes off? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not supposed to be anything, but just just do that thing with the muscles in your face, you know, when, you, when your mouth just kind of like turns, turn that frown upside down. Right. I think um, Nigel McGuinness had a great comeback for it. He, he was only a slight dig, but he just went, I'm surprised most of these people own shoes. Now, if you've been to Blackpool, <laughs> you'll understand. Uh, oh, I've heard, well, I've that was heard another thing about it. They're like, 
they're like, Court, we know you want to go to Blackpool because it's William Regal's hometown, and we yeah. know that's on your bucket list, but we're telling you, sis, if you go, take one of us with you because we got to show you the no-go zone. <laughs> well, William William Regal's sister lives next door to one of my friends. Wow, nice! That is amazing. Does he ever? Does he ever like go over to visit? Because I would die. Like if I. I don't if, know. I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. To be honest with you, like I would um, die. I looked up and I, I know him. that the guy is he's homegrown man. He's hmm. he's proud. I am. Um, I I would. I see. I would love Regal to relocate back to NXT UK. I would like him to pass the torch to someone now in the US. But I think the thing with William Regal is he's very, 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 very good friends with Triple H. Yeah. And I think I think the future is William Regal, Triple H, and a couple of others running WWE. Um. That's what that's what I believe. I believe William. We we see William Regal do his GM thing, but William Regal's not a GM. We know that William Regal is a scout. He's, uh, you know what I mean, the chief behind every person at WWE. Look at, sign, give the chop to. That's Regal. You know, yeah, and, I, and I think, I think he's earned the- that. He's yeah. yeah, I think a good idea would maybe be, and this is what a lot of people aren't thinking about, is, you know, Johnny Saint is really, you know, old, he's an older guy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, maybe he, he can't, you know, do it full time. So maybe, you know, like have him come in every once in a while and have Regal <laughs> as like commissioner or something and Regal runs it. And then for NXT in the States, and this is one person that I have not heard mentioned as far as a GM role for NXT in the States, Paige. Because Paige yeah. lives in Florida. She's right there. And she did phenomenally with her SmackDown GM role. And I think she would be great. <coughs> and that again, would be the way she, to... Again, she could be a, she could be a great choice uh-huh. for, obviously, NXT UK GM. Yeah. Herself. Imagine um, getting to a shouting match with Joe Kofi. Oh. Imagine her just pulling her mum out of retirement <laughs> and letting her mum fucking fight someone. Like that. Yeah. His mum would kill half the roster. Be fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, oh jeez, I love I love her mom. Her mom is amazing. Like her mom is, you know, like she did that Lillian Garcia podcast, and like me and her mom have been through a lot of the same stuff, you know, as far as life goes, and. You know, she's like, if you ever need any help or anything or or DM me and, you know, and like I DM'd her and like I was like telling her, you know, like, hey, like, you know, like I related to a lot of your story and everything else. And she's and she's like, if you ever need anything, you know, you know, you just hit me up again and I'm here for you, love. And, you know, her mom is a sweetheart and I love her. She's such a sweetheart, but she's such a badass in the ring. Yeah, I love she's it. A I'm really looking she's forward to fighting with my family because I, I can't think I, of anyone better to play Soraya Knight than Cersei Lannister. When is it? When is it out? I don't know. I think it's towards the summer. Yeah, I think it's towards too the summer long. too. Or I've heard either summer or spring. Like if they were smart, and this is if they were smart, 
WWE would have the premiere in New York City during WrestleMania weekend, have The yeah. Rock come in for the red carpet, make it a big event. You know, if they were smart, they would do that. Cash in on the WrestleMania thing, have Paige in doing some signings and stuff like that beforehand, maybe have her at Access, you oh. know, like doing like a VIP. Oh, I found the date, yeah. You, yeah, did you very much, yeah. yeah. That's how sooner than expected. So it is out just before WrestleMania. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. There you go. Or maybe like yeah. WWE does a screening of it, you know, like so where they maybe sell. They it. are intelligent. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's because The Rock is behind it and The Rock is taking care of this stuff and The Rock has been given this project and it's his baby and it's his company. So I think he's really the brains behind this operation and it shows. Because if WWE Studios produce this movie, how good do you think it's going to be? But no, The Rock's company took this on. Mm. And it looks like they did a kick-ass job with it. So I'm sorry, WWE Studios. Except for the... WWE Studios needs to shut its doors. Also produced by Film 4, who we know don't make shit. The only movie that I will say that they that they get a pass on is the movie that Becky Lynch was in, and that's just because I got to see her stab somebody. Oh, the Marine. One of the Marines, yeah. Yeah. Four? That's the only one they get a pass on. Yes. Five? No, I don't four, know. four or five. One of, no, one of them, <laughs> some are right in it, and then, uh, for, you know, okay, Becky Lynch. Five. five. She was in Marine five. 12, because we're up to, I, like, I, dozen of these. I have, to, I have to be honest with you, man. I can't stomach another Marine. Me neither. No more, like, no more Marines. Nah, I'm dude. like, call it a day. The horse is dead already, and you keep beating it. Mean, I, beat I just it. feel that they're constant. Oh, fuck's sake. But what? Right. Okay. And as as I was having me going on to me 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 ranty rant thing, then I was actually typing in an IMDb the Marine. First thing that comes up, Marine Six. Oh, and then, I, and then I see Marine Seven. Et to be to be announced. Why? Because the Marine, the Marine is an excuse for them to book their superstars in movies. I think that's what I mean, it is. The the easy said, way out. He's not even a Marine anymore. He's a paramedic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's not even a sequel anyway, because John Cena was in the first one, and he was an actual Marine. And they they even put now in the synopsis, Jack Carter, and another (laughs) former Marine, (laughs) Luke Trapper, joined forces to rescue a kidnapped girl. It's like WWE's Fast and Furious. How many sequels can we do? Well, here's the thing. With, With their movies, the one movie that really suck at me for the WWE Studios... Fucking behind enemy lines, Columbia. That the one that they did with Mr. Oh, Kennedy. Oh yeah. That annoyed me because it was a sequel to an actual big film with uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's reduced like... to a WWE produced B movie. Wasn't Gene Hackman in the first one as well? I believe. Yeah, I believe so. How'd you go from that to a WWE produced B movie? Well, look at Jingle All the Way 2. The Jingle All the Way 2. Oh, had, no. Had the cable guy in no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. Oh. Don't even bring up the Big Show's movie because I'm still traumatized from that. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, 
I just I remember WWE films, right? And I remember the first couple they rolled out, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, not bad. Seen you know, seen no evil, and then we had we had obviously Stone Cold's one. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Not South Alaska. I'll go fuck your mama. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why'd you blow up the building? He was blocking my son. I was working on my hand. <laughs> working on my hand. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Um, and then it just we we had that horrible Triple H one. Oh, the chaperone. Yeah. Or, or Inside Out. He did like two of them. That one and Inside and then, Out. Yeah. Like, and then we had that vile thing, monstrosity with the big show. Ugh. Um Cena Evil 2, absolute dire. Yeah. We 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 had then we then we were then we were gifted many that why they were made by WWE Studios, I do not know. Oh, because they had no WWE they had no WWE superstars in them. Well, Dean Ambrose was in. Uh, Dean, Dean Ambrose, what was the one with Dean Ambrose? Isn't like lockdown or three? Yeah, lockdown. That oh, was yeah, pretty so good. That, that was good film. But I like that. No, I I do like that. There was one um, like no one lives that had Brodus Clay in it. I'm like, okay, really? Oh, yeah. that was the one. That was the one when he got like uh, he was like the bodyguard type of thing, yes. wasn't he? Yes, yes, and yes. And he got like uh, he was like the bully, and then he just got absolutely minced. Yes, um, it's quite. Funny. Oh, by the way, I don't know and if they mentioned they made, it enough. Then on they Raw. made like a post. Then they made one which was like a post-apocalyptic. Oh, the day. That's it. Yeah. It was in that um, No, none, no, no one. WWE. No one. There was no WWE superstars. It was just like why? <laughs> you know. It's like the world's ended. We're still alive. It's called the day. Yeah. Uh, we're alive, man. <laughs> yes, we're alive. Yeah, I don't know if they mentioned it enough on Raw, but um, Glass is out this week. Yeah, did, did you see? Did you know that that, that whole show was a three-hour commercial for Glass with a little bit of raw in between? Just yeah, literally every like, five minutes, I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it. It's out this week. I was like, f this movie. I do not even <laughs> want to see it anymore because I've seen so many previews for this yeah. movie and so many little yeah. little blips and little small screens on top of the screen for it. And I've heard Michael Cole plug this movie. So freaking much, I just want to pull my hair out. I it's agree, like, you ruined James voice. McAvoy for me. Yeah, you, you, you know I got to stop everything. You know I got to say it, right? So Finn Balor goes from wrestling as as student there, Jordan Devlin at NXT UK Takeover Blackpool, Great and now he's going well. against Brock. Yes, and now he's going against Brock Lesnar, man, for the title. I'm not. And then we're le- and, and then we're led to believe that Lesnar selected him. Yes. Either way, I'm not getting yeah. my hopes up. Well, I mean, here's the thing. As somebody who has been there since the OG Bullet Club days with Bauer, um, back when he was Prince Devitt, I I'm, I want to keep a hopeful heart for this because I've heard a lot of things from different people that say, you know, like he's in line for a huge push. He did, And the fact, this should tell us all we need to know. The fact that he wrestled his student Jordan Devlin in the UK and was welcomed with open arms with this epic ovation, which the live camera feed from WWE did not do it justice. Because if you go online, like there are several clips of the reaction live, like on cell phone cameras. And that pop, it sounded like 10,000 people were in that building instead of whatever they had. 
So he wins that match, and then he comes over here, you know, within a few days, pins John Cena, and John Cena actually asked for Balor to pin him, apparently. Cena gives him the speech that Cena rarely gives to talent and puts him over to the moon. He is now number one contender. At this point, if they do not put the belt on him, that is the backlash from that will be worse than anything WWE has because the Finn have been so patient. They have been so hopeful and they have kept with Balor from day one, you know, since he's been in WWE or next year, wherever your starting point with Balor is. And they love him. The crowd loves him. The people love him. If they fuck Balor over at Mania, mm. uh, I'm going to be there live. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I might be in the middle of a riot because People want the best for Finn, and they have for ages. And the fact that he just got hurt, and it was a freak accident in a match. It wasn't his fault, you know. And he had to give up that title 24 hours later. And he still hasn't been given, like, a real legitimate chance to get it back and to hold it for months like he should, you know. Like, at this point, you fuck him over, WWE, you are stupid. You yeah. just dumb no, as hell. I definitely agree, I definitely that, agree with you. That's definitely the thing agree that feels too good to be true. That's I that's know what that's, WWE are like. That's that's where I am with it. That's where I, I am with it because I'm kind of like, I'm like, what, I'm like what is what's his contract situation? You know what I mean? I want I want to think what's his contract situation? When's his contract up? You know? Oh, and is speaking it... of contracts. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard? Say yeah. That the revival. Have asked for their release, and Mike yeah. and Maria Canella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> butcher, butcher, we're losing our partner. No, Mike, no, <laughs> no. The revival can go. I'm not bothered. But not Maria and Mike. No, we're, we're losing our theme. We're losing our theme, Butch. I can't. I will never. I will never ever hear that theme tune ever again. Unless they give it to I, someone else. The, Dude, it, it's it's 80s pop, man. It's good stuff. It's good shit. It's like an 80s. Tell me, I'm burning up in your love. Your love. You know what I mean? Followed uh, by the, you know, the electric guitar. Yeah, when that song first came out, I drove my husband crazy with it because I played it all the oh. time. And he's like, he's like, if I hear the love is the greatest love I've ever known again, I will Amazing. not love you. <laughs> I, 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 I did exactly the same thing. I did exactly the same thing. I'd be going, I'm walking up the stairs. I get in, the, turn the shower, and I wait for it to go warm. Alexa, burning <laughs> up in your love. And yeah, the missus would walk upstairs for fuck's sake and listen to it again. <laughs> Dave, that, that's, that's the seventh shower you've had this week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's my song. Yeah, it's kind of like me and um, like Cross has a theme that he uses that he uses down in Mexico. It's called Puritania, and like 
I drove my husband crazy with that for like a month. And he was like, okay, I cannot hear about how you're going to make the world in again. <laughs> so I get it, but I hope that maybe these talents asking for their releases will maybe be treated a little bit better. Maybe them asking for their release will maybe lead to them getting better treatment because at this point, AEW is starting up all this talent wants to go there. Like I know Maria and Mike are cool with the bucks. So, I mean, you've got all this talent that are friends with the bucks and friends with the elite and you're not treating them right. They're going to jump ship. And yeah. if you don't, I don't, I don't see Omega signing with WWE. No, not not in the slightest. I don't Look even think it's it considered. You know, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see how he could even consider the offer. You know, he's a guy coming off, possibly, it, he's been the guy in the last four years. You know what I mean. Uh, along with obviously Styles and Okada, but he hasn't. He? He's been the, one of the top three guys, and then in the last two years, he's been the top guy in the business. You can't go from that and then sit there as 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 the the best guy, and then look at how many great guys there are in WWE that are getting getting underused. You're not even going to consider that offer. Of a man that has and forgot then, wrestling, and then as a as a man as well, you know, like you have your friends who, you know, you've been best friends. Like the Bucks, they're going to be your competitors. Like they're going to be your competition. Yeah, like the you Bucks, Kenny are like freaking <laughs> brothers. They're they're not even like friends. They're like brothers at this point. They're so close. So it's like, you know. Are you going to go work for your brother that's going to look out for you and that's going to make sure you're treated right? Or are you going to go work for a ruthless corporation that only cares about dollars and cents and doesn't care? Yeah. yeah. You know, and then not only that, like, I don't know whether the whole bisexual thing with Kenny is, is a work or not. Like, some people say it is, some people say it isn't. Like, I'm not sure. But, you know... With them going to Saudi Arabia all the time, and Kenny has done all of these risque angles with Ibushi, you know, does he want to go to Saudi Arabia and risk getting thrown off a roof? Hell no. Like a lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't thinking about that, and a lot of people aren't thinking about the little things that matter. And you know, like if you watch the creative direction of Raw, with the exception of this week, because Vince was pissed off about AEW. You know, it's like what, and even this week with the whole thing with Alexa Bliss and the changing room <clears> segment, <throat> it's like, you know, like I know WWE saw Scarlett Bordeaux's clip from Impact this past week get almost a million views. They saw that shit and they said, okay, Vince was like, God damn it, we need God. to be sexy. God, God damn it. damn it. Yeah. Damn it, we gotta be and God. He even got John Cena to drop Ruthless here. Aggression again. Kevin. He did. We got Ruthless Aggression after se 17 years, man. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. turning the heat down. Yeah. And then it's like that segment that was like, honestly, like, you couldn't have her there. In a <coughs> you couldn't have her, you know, but just like, 
just the stupidity of it. It's like, okay, she asked for coffee. Okay, the guy's just going to walk in. You know, like, does he knock? Does he, you know, say, Alexa, I got your coffee? You know, like, storyline stupidity bullshit like that really pisses me off. And then the Mandy Rose thing was so utterly stupid. Yeah. I'm like, the whole cameraman thing and all this other shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, the way that you fix this is you just have Naomi go to the hotel room instead of Jay. You have Jay accept the invitation, and then you have um, Naomi show up. You don't even have, you know... The camera guy running in and taking the photo, and, like, he's a paparazzi. Yeah. Even though there's yeah, a live like TV camera right there. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, the like, like, you just have her run get. in to crass. And then no cameraman, no no extra bullshit. I think whoever wrote that was maybe, maybe took one too many, like, caffeinated diet pills or some shit and was just like thinking all over the place and was like okay and then we got this and then we got this and then we got this and then when you do that with a segment like that it just it overloads it and then when you overload it then you make room for more mistakes so you keep they shit should have had done. they yeah. should have had the other brother that's what they should have had man they should have had the other brother Get it on with Mandy Rose, and then, you know what I mean? She, old, uh, oh God, Christ, she's that, she's that, she's that over that importance. I just forgot her bloody name, Miss Glow. Uh, oh, Naomi. Yeah, <laughs> Naomi, Naomi, Naomi would be like, Naomi would be like, oh damn, no, you didn't snatch you bald. You know what I mean? And then, and then she'd be like, she might go into her husband, and she'd be like, why did you do it? Well, it wasn't me. Yeah, it was. I seen it with my shank. own eyes. It wasn't me. It was my brother. <laughs> so I yeah, think and like, the key to that story would be that we would have to make sure that Jimmy's shirt, that whoever, Jimmy or Jay's shirt is not off because there is a tattoo difference. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like logically she would know. So, I mean, you got to. I, I want to see that photo of the paparazzi top because it'll just show a cameraman in the centre frame. Yes. <laughs> I did get mad this week, by the way. And do you know why? You go here, comes, here comes goddamn Otis Dozovic oh. on Raw and SmackDown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm already he sick goes of through me. He makes me sick, man. He actually makes my stomach yeah. flip-flop. Yeah. He, he revolts I mean, me. I, I gotta be honest. As a the, uh, the Paul Heyman Alexa Bliss segment was a bit... Yeah, but... But then help. Otis comes out and like, what the fuck are they doing now? I gotta say, I like the belts though. I like the women's tag title belts. Oh yeah, they look nice. I do. What are people? What are people moaning for? 
I think oh. the one person I said, mind you, to be honest with you, I think I think old Harold Hunter the third moans about everything, <laughs> and he's probably I'm sure he does it to piss people off. He does it to Postmaster so he can it, get his title it back. It pisses me. Yeah, yeah, you know me, you fake title fucking wearing motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you know, fucking title for fucking sharing, man. Try fucking try getting up in the morning and going for a fucking walk. Um, you know, it's oh, it's shocking, isn't it? It's these titles look horrible. And then there was the thing about uh, yeah Mike Mike Canellis and Maria when when he said he posted something and he said he basically stated yeah good riddance wasn't interested in them anyway oh yeah he wrote bye yeah. like see you later you do one man like, seriously like, dude like you don't even realize that Mike and Maria have a baby daughter that they have to work. And you're just saying like bye, like like go get lost, go be homeless, you know, like and Mike has been through so much. Exactly, and, that's that's what I said. You know, that's what I said. Like, you know, you know like he's, he's gotten sober. He's, they've taken advantage of a guy's downfall. You know, they've used ways of not not using his is you know what I mean, his condition, but they have they've almost marketed it. Got views yeah. off it, got ratings off it, you know. But the guy's got fuck all back. They've not given him time. They relegated him down to a fucking a two o five fucking show. They they don't realize that the star power they have there. Well, like you I, mentioned, the two o five live. They just did the segment where he's like, "Hey Drake, I haven't been on in five weeks." So that's the latest thing they did with him in two o five live. No, they don't realize the star power they have in in, in Maria Canellis. I'm not gonna say Mike. I'm not gonna say Mike in Maria. Yeah, that's why they know, named him after her. Could they could be perfect heels? Perfect heels. The guy has star quality in the ring. Or have they not watched? This is this is the key factor for me when it comes to WWE personnel. Is do they watch anything other than their own shit? I don't believe so, because um, if you haven't watched, well, with the exception of don't H. know, don't yeah. know the kingdom in fucking ROH, you're a fucking fool. Triple H does because it was undisputed era. Yeah. That's for I was me. Gonna you, say, apparently, if you haven't seen fucking Bennett, Bennett and Tavern as the tag team, yes. you're a fool. Mm. Well, apparently Vince no. McMahon watching NXT UK, you know. Bennett. Yeah, he tweeted. He was like, he's he was like, oh, shit, don't watch it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, why you had to go on Twitter, and and it's probably because Triple H probably has your password <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we know somebody who likes using authorities' phones, Kevin Nash. You know, <laughs> unbelievable. No, jeez. He but doesn't the watch with... it, man. The guy doesn't watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, and Mike Canellis too. He's such a sweetheart. Like I've seen him, like, cause I'm up late at night, you know, for New Japan shows frequently. So. You know, like, I'll see him, you know, on Twitter and somebody will reach out to him and be like, you know, like, I'm having trouble. I'm struggling. You know, I'm having struggle. I'm having struggles with staying sober or how do I get help or whatever. And he's like, he'll follow him and he will DM them 
and he will, you know, talk to them and, and see them through it. And he's an amazing man. And you've got this amazing guy that you could maybe have as an advocate for addiction and you could have as an addiction Mm -hmm. as, as an advocate for a clean lifestyle. And you're not going to utilize that and you're not going to put him on a good footing on television. You're just going to relegate. I think block. it's so sad, isn't it? It's, it's sad, the fact that they've just neglected him. Yeah. They have. And his wife is freaking amazingly talented as a manager. I mean, like... I hated was... her. And I, I hated her. <laughs> well, that Impact. was the point. <laughs> I hated her in Impact. Oh she did God. her job. She did her job. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. She the, made... That moment that they walked out at that pay-per-view and made their debut, and I heard that theme song, I was in love. Miracle. And then the whole burn up with your love. Oh, by the way, you know I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna do it. Do it. I have a vision of that. It was played in the UK and the whole arena thinking that. Yeah. Exactly. How can you not? Yeah. The whole arena doing the wave, like doing like the like the iconic eighties concert yeah. wave yeah. back yeah. and forth. Like yeah. that would be epic. Like why so not good. like what I don't understand is why don't they take some of this two oh five live talent and have them go to like NXT? Every once in a while, and like have them spotlighted on NXT. I think that would be. I think I think that would be a good move. Is is because to me, two o five, two o five. Like like you were just saying, Courtney. Like you just said, then two o five has too many people on the roster. You can only do so much taping, recording. You know what I mean? You're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna use six guys this week. You know what I mean? We're going to show her this from next week. The rest of you, you, you know what I mean? Or sign extra talents. And like you say, use them in NXT UK or use them on NXT US. Hmm. Yeah. Like, look, what I've advocated for is I think we need to move in it. We need to move 205 Live to full sale for a little while at least and then maybe take it on the road again after it builds a following again. Yeah. Um, you know, like have, have it taped there. But the way to do that is to back into it. Like you have like maybe like once a month or maybe every other show have an have a two oh five live spotlight match where you have two talent from two oh five live come down to NXT and they put on a killer match and then maybe like twice a month they do this. You can do it because you know the tapings are all within like a few days of each other, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. not gonna be a problem with the road schedule. And, you know, they have an overloaded roster as it is, so they're not going to use everybody every week. Do this for, like, a few months. See how Full Sail responds. See if Full Sail really likes it and Full Sail really wants more. And if Full Sail really wants more, then move in it Then move it down to where they tape NXT at Full Sail. Yeah. And do it there where that crowd is so passionate and they love wrestling and they will give you reactions. Unlike mm-hmm. the crowds that they have now that either people are just playing on their phones, getting ready for the yeah. big show that's, that's hours long, 
or after the show has aired and the show has been hours long and they're fatigued and they're burnt out. That way, I'd love so to be sat next to one of them people that are on the fucking phones in a wrestling event. I grip the phone, man, I'd throw it. it oh, just, I like me, like, why I'll take, me up? Like, I'll take pictures and stuff of like entrances and stuff like that, or like maybe if maybe if I think a cool move is coming up, I'll try to get it on video. You know, like if somebody's about to hit a finisher, but otherwise, you know, I'm like. Just enjoy the freaking show. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Once the bell rings, phone down. That's kinda yeah. that's why I'm so anti Dubai Saudi Arabia shit. Because I'm sick sick of seeing the the whole camera angle is facing them. And them them billionaires that sit on the floor with the families and the kids are sitting there playing with a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Fuck come yeah. on, what the come the fuck on? They're just running around, and they're just, and they're not. They're obviously not. They're obviously not behaving, and you know you've got like. Uh, do you remember the guy that that like had his wife or girlfriend or something that was in that crowd, like making her like face the other direction? I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, yes. are you? freaking serious like did yeah, we go to freaking north korea with this shit yeah, what the hell man i'm like yeah. it just gave me the heebie-jeebies and like i just couldn't like after the first saudi arabia show and then with the crown jewel thing and what happened with that like i said i will never watch a crown jewel or no me neither i will i have seen crown jewel no, no, no. I, I never watched it because the rumble fucked me over yeah, like I've seen gifs and stuff of different things, but mm. from that show, but I have not seen that show in, in its entirety or a match in its entirety. I didn't watch the YouTube clips of it on WWE's YouTube channel because I said I am not putting anything into this machine. I am I not just, putting. I just urge, I urge the world not to support it. I do. Yeah, we, we did. We all did. Right. Because the there way, the way I see it, right, is. Is what it what 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 that country represents, what it represents, what them people represent. I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not people are going whoa 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 he's going to go political go whoa no. I'm going with the way they treat women. Yeah. You know that was a key I mean, moment in itself. Women have only been able to drive. In the last in the last two years. Yeah, and oh, and even yeah, those women men, are, still can't vote, or are they they allowed to vote now? I don't know. Um, you know? here's the thing with I I did some digging like during that whole crown jewel thing. Like I was like me and David Bixen's fan are on Twitter, and we're going back and forth, and we're researching, and we're finding shit out. And apparently, those same women from the one the first one that they did that they yeah. showed women in these propaganda videos that are getting ready to drive and all this stuff. All of those women were rounded up as soon as the law to drive was passed, and they have been sitting in Saudi Arabia prisons ever since. Oh. So. But keep doing your business, Vince. You know, it's like, it's like, honestly, and like, I was pissed off about that. Like, that was what really set me off. I'm like, yeah. These same women that this 
dictatorship used this propaganda just to score a wrestling show party for a 15-year-old for his birthday, basically, is what that was. Um, and you're going to go back? Like, that's when that's when I started to slowly but surely get more and more done with main roster WWE. Like, unless, like, I know somebody that I really like is going to be having a match that might result in them getting something. Like, I'm not watching. Like, the only reason I watched Raw the past, this past week was because I wanted to see Braun fuck Vince's limo up. Because I heard that happen. And then, I'm 10 minutes, and then I'm 10 minutes behind everybody else on Twitter. So, like, I started watching. I hit my PlayStation view and went watch from the beginning so just to see that. And then I kept getting sucked in with, like, different stuff. And I'm like, I got either sucked in by the good stuff or sucked in by the stupidity. And just was like, it's like, I just got to keep watching this shit just to see how bad they fucked this shit up. And okay. then, like, I was waiting with the Balor match. Match, I was waiting. I was waiting to be pissed off. I was just waiting. And then when he didn't see, I was like, Is this real life? <laughs> so, you know, like, the Saudi Arabia shit really did me in as far hmm. the fact that, you know, like, I get migraines and those camera angles that they do, man. Like, I even remarked to my husband, I said, Ever since I stopped watching Main Monster WWE on the regular, my migraines have gone down significantly. And it's mm-hmm. weird. It's mm-hmm. it's like because those camera angles and those strobe lights and the way yeah, that yeah, Mandy yeah, yeah, yeah. is the worst for me. And, you know, like Sonya Deville's, like if you have epilepsy, <coughs> you What's the, it's the flash photography as well. It's uh-huh. the flash photography. Everything. It is. <coughs> Yeah, it's really, like it Ro- is really bad. It is. And it's do what New Japan does. New Japan just has like maybe like three or four cameras and they know how to fade in and out smoothly to where it's not jarring to your eyes and it's not jarring to your brain. Or even like they did evolution. Evolution, the way they shot evolution was perfect. Now, I have to say this as well, because since we're talking about all the main rosters, so happy birthday, Shane McMahon. Bestie. Do you know what? Two people on SmackDown wrestled in non-gear this week. Get prepared for work, people. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't see the point in the Shane McMahon match. Um, oh, the match. Yeah. The Bucky match, I can accept. That was fine. It was it was just for Shane to go out there and have a good time on his birthday and and you know get cake in his face like everybody does. That's a WWE tradition. It's your birthday. You're get you're getting cake in your face. <laughs> Did you hear who's coming back for tag teams? It looks like the Bludgeon Brothers are making their way back soon. Yeah, for another reboot. Yeah, they're turning into friggin' what what are they called the the Colognes. The Colognes, yes. But isn't um, Eric Rowan been injured? So it's like every time they get like on a run as a tag team, Eric Rowan gets injured. Then Harper got injured, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're, that's like Machine Guns. One used to get injured, then the other one would come back, and then he'd get injured, then the other one would come back. Chris Saban just tore his ACL again, so there you go. Yeah, Dakota Kai is also torn her ACL. Jesus, she man. she only tweeted it a couple of hours ago that she's getting surgery, so she's going to be out for a while. Man. 
Not her too. Jeez, I was already, I was. I'm still heartbroken over Tegan Knox. Like y'all have no idea. Like that night, like when I saw that video of her, like that was shot live in the arena, mm. and like she's crying in the ring, and I'm still heartbroken over that crap. And then now Dakota, it's like maybe we need to start looking at how we're wrestling and how we're working because I'm seeing a lot of AC and a lot of knee problems like Flip Gordon sprained his MCL so this past week at Honoring Supreme so the same night I think Chris Saban maybe got hurt I'm not sure if it was the same night or it was maybe previous and they just announced his injury simultaneously or what but um, you know like these knee injuries like, we got to take a look at how we're working and how we can do better in that regard because mm. there's been an awful lot of those lately. You'd think Triple H would keep a closer eye on leg injuries with his history. Yeah, like, he's torn both his quads. Twice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's Twice. like... Twice. And then he tore his pet in Saudi Arabia, which was like, I was like, Dude, you're going to get injured in freaking Saudi Arabia? I'm like, what kind of medical technology do they have in Saudi Arabia? Somebody tell me. Because <laughs> the only thing that they know is oil and let's, let's domineer women and let's domineer gays. That's all they know. And that may be bad for me to say, but, you know, it's just the way I feel. Because... You know, like that country, like, I'm not saying that about the people. I'm saying that about the regime. Because I know some people in Saudi Arabia who are sweet people and who wish that they could get out, but they just can't because it's so hell with an iron fist, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just tough. And, you know, like all these injuries, I just pray to all the wrestling gods and goddesses that there are that these injuries just stop. Like, we need to... You know, we need to have a breather period of, like, no injuries, no deaths, no anything. Because it's been crazy. And, like, the wrestling news will just not stop. Like, I sit there and I watch it during the day. And it's, like, at least during the day, like, there's always three or four active wrestling stories going at the same time. And it's, like, how the hell am I supposed to keep up with all this? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have to say this as well. How good was that Andrade Cien Almas? Well, no, now no, just, it's just Andrade. Andrade now and, uh, and Rey Mysterio. Oh, that match was good. I'm like, I can't believe I'm calling a main roster WWE match just on television a match of the year contender already. Like, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, Rey and Andrade went out there and they did the damn thing. And... I was just sitting there at home going, bravo, 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 bravo. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> and Ray is in his 40s. And that's insane. The fact that he is, you know, is not that 40 is old, but, you know, like that he is older and he is, you know, out there doing these crazy moves and pulling stuff off that guys half his age can't. You know, it's just insane. It just speaks to his greatness and how he's a legend and he's a Hall of Famer. I don't and think Rey Mysterio ages. I don't think he does at all. Like, I've seen him without his mask recently 
and it's like I look at the pictures and like the only thing that's different is you can tell he is a little older. Like he doesn't look like a 16 year old like he used to. <laughs> like now he looks more like a 20 something. But it's insane. I'm like, what is your anti-aging secret? I must know what eye cream are you using? What face cream? What everything? I must know what are you doing right? You know, <laughs> it it's just I'm like, uh, and I've loved Ray for years because both me and Ray were shorter. Like I'm five foot even. He's like five foot six, five foot seven, and you know, just seeing someone out there that's smaller go out there and kick a big man's ass. It kind of gave me ammo for my arsenal of saying that, hey, I can do this. You know, I can, you know, go out there and do this despite my size. Size doesn't matter. It's how you use your strengths, yeah. like with how his quickness and his high flying and everything else. So Ray's been my boo for years, and I, I love him. And just seeing him back and having a phenomenal match like that. And then Andrade possibly getting the rub from this as well, which I hope he does. I hope that they push Andrade to the moon. And even though I hate the name change, I hate the name change, and I hate when WWE does this, when, like, we had, like, Alexander Rusev. And Alexander Rusev just sounded so badass. It just sounded like Russian you do not want to fuck with. And then they just cha- and then they just shorten it to Rusev. It's like, what the hell? No, they did the same thing with Cesaro and Neville. Yeah. I know. It's like Adrian Neville sounded like a badass like movie character. Yeah. And then it's it's like come on, we all ain't that stupid. I know y'all kind of market to show to kids, but kids can learn a full name. Don't <laughs> insult the kindergartner's intelligence. Cuz kindergartners can remember more shit than I can these days. So what I got to say about Andrade with this, because I know you'll love this, Courtney. Now, with her, you know, with her birthday coming up, she did a nice little tribute to Aliyah for the show. Yeah, she did the We Need a Resolution look, mm-hmm. that music video. And she even posted a story on IG and then reposted it to Twitter of her lip syncing along to We Need a Re- Resolution. And I got chills because Zelina has always given me Aliyah vibes. Like, from the get-go. Like, I see her and I'm like, this is like a shorter version of Aaliyah if Aaliyah were Latina. And just to see, like, she does, like, the rose's crown, like, from the Queen of the Damned or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I love her. And the fact that she's with Aleister Black is amazing. I'm like... You would have never put those two together as a couple, ever. Like, you would have never. And then the fact that they're together and they love each other and they have, like, these cute, precious cats together and everything, I just love it. And I just hope nothing for the best for her. And I really want to see her kind of, you know, maybe wrestle more. Oh, yeah, well, we get to see her in the Rumble, which is good. But, yeah, she can work. I mean, we've seen her as Rosita in Impact Wrestling TNA. Yeah. Yeah, she had a couple of matches on SmackDown. She did. She well with <clears throat> Lana, and uh, she wrestled Candice LeRae on NXT. Yeah. Uh, so as if changing names wasn't bad enough, WWE are now changing pronunciation on names, as we saw on NXT this week, with Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, Dijakovic. Why can't you just, not just be Dijakovic? Dijakovic. That's just fucking dumb. Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> 
that, that's all I gotta that, say. That, that oh shit, WWE. <laughs> you, do you do do you really want the cultural appropriation people after your ass? Because I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like you take an eth- a more ethnic name, and then you and then you like anglicize it. You know, <laughs> it's like no, like like respect the freaking dude's heritage. It's like, if you can't sit there and say that and you can't hear that name like four or five times and then learn how to pronounce it, like, I don't know. Like, what's wrong with you? I know. Well, I got to say, with NXT as well this week, you got to see that. You got to see, you know, what happened to Keith Lee, man? I mean, I know Cassius Ono is getting the thing because he's working with Matt Riddle, but man, ever since that Lars Sullivan loss, Keith Lee has just been taking the L's, man. Yeah. Huh. Not basking in his glory. And I thought the match was fine. I'll be honest with you. NXT as a whole this week was fine. Uh, we got to see. But so besides that, we, what's up with the Street Profits, man? Getting a little bit of new attitude. Taking on the Metro Brothers. Looking like a friggin' like a, like a watered-down version of Deuce and Domino. What's going on there? I still don't like Street Profits. Go ahead, Courtney. You saw the Metro Brothers. Um, I'm not, I'm not even sure what's going on with that. All I know is, like, I've been seeing, you know, the Street Profits on... Twitter and stuff like posting like they're acting like they're on TMZ Sports and they're talking about how they're going to beat this person down and whatever and it, it's like I kind of liked the Street Profits when they first came out but then you know after a little while it got old you know like I know that there is nothing in that cup number one so why are you acting like you're drinking out of a cup and you're dancing like that because if you was dancing like that with a cup there would be drink all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> you know like I, I just can't help it like sometimes like when I just I'm watching something like I just can't help myself but just like dissect like how this could be better and how this could be done well you know well it's I'm like, like I'm, well, it's like we're watching this Courtney and it's just like now they're going to be into a few with the Forgotten Sons and I'm kind of like I kind of want to forget this feud but I'm just like you know it is I know, that The chant. We forgot chant. you. We forgot you. I loved it. I thought it was great. Sometimes yeah. the NXT chants are genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and the thing is, I love the Forgotten Sons because they have my boy Gunner in there. Oh, Jackson and, Riker, yes. Yeah, and Gunner was in TNA, and he was, he's such a sweetheart. You know, like we were. Like we've been friends on Facebook for years, and and you know he has a little a little baby and everything and all that stuff and a and a wife and yeah, I've met Gunner, really nice guy. And you know, and I want the best for him, and I want that gimmick to work out. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I just want the best for them, and you know, I just hope that they're going to use this right, and they're and they're going to do this right. I hope so too, but you know what it is too. Like I've we've watched that guy since his TNA days when he was with Murphy in Immortal, and then he was teaming with James Storm, and you know he was around. But he's a solid talent. Then you got a guy like Steve Cutler, who we've seen on NXT numerous times, and they finally found something to do because Wesley Blake is talented. They got Buddy Murphy on Two Hundred Five, and you get to see Wesley Blake back up in there, which is good because he's a great talent. So let's see what they do with him. 
Yeah, I yeah. never even knew exactly why they just broke up um, Murphy and Blake. So I, I don't I don't know why they, they just, just disappeared after Alexa got called up. It's just like, hey. But it is what it is there. And what would you think about Johnny Gargano going after Ricochet? He wants he wants to meet him next week. Humberto um, Carrillo got out to work 205 in NXT this week. I thought the match was fine. I'm looking forward to Johnny Gargano and Ricochet. Yeah, I can see a full DIY reunion when they both got gold. Yes. Now, well, the best part about it is we got to talk about the one. Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler talk about oh, undefeated great. to overrated. So Bianca's a face now. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but she's badass. Courtney, Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Um, I I dug the match, and I I dig both ladies. Like I like Bianca's kind of like in your face, like I don't give a shit attitude of like I'm the best, and you're gonna respect it. Kind of like almost in in the same vein as a Sasha Banks pissed off for greatness. Um, I love that. But I do think that it's time for the undefeated streak to come to an end. I think it's time to show some vulnerability. You know? Show There's not much point making her undefeated if they're not going to do anything with it. And if they're not going to put the damn title on her, then why is she undefeated? Exactly. But... I think what's great about this because we got it next week. So we have that match. We have Ricochet, Johnny Gargano. We got Almas and Ciampa. I mean, we're probably going to get Riddle and Cassius Ono again. But I got to say, how about the War Raiders promo on the Undisputed Era this week with the torches and burning burning it down, so to speak? That was nice. But I think Dream had a better promo that really showcased how good he is. I All right. I, I read the spoilers. We're not going to talk about who he's going to fight at TakeOver, but Velveteen Dream. Just, I love the Velveteen Dream. is all I can say, man. He's so good. Well, luckily, I haven't seen any spoilers, so I don't know who he's facing, so I'm glad you said that. Yes, so I'm, I'm not spoiling it. Yes, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Velveteen Dream, Courtney, come on. You know it already. I, I love Velveteen Dream. He He is so talented to be so young. It's like... All of these talents that just keep coming and they're just young and they're and they're acting like in the ring and professionally like they're thirty something. It's like what the hell, man? Like what is in the water where these kids are from? <laughs> He's only but, like what, like twenty two, twenty three, right? Twenty three, yeah. I think, yeah. Wow. Like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, he's around like Tony Storm and Tyler Bates age. Um so you know, like, he's just so talented in his promos and everything else. And the way that he can get shit started on Twitter with, like, the snap of his finger is amazing. Like, the way that he can get, he can tweet one thing out, and then the whole wrestling world is talking about it. It's because people love him and they adore him. And I think I would honestly want to see him with the NXT title. Like, forget the North American title. Forget that shit. We need to put the NXT main title on him. And we need to do it soon and before he gets called up. Because he is going to get called up, I think, I'm thinking sometime maybe later on this year. Because, you know, that would make the most sense. You know, give him a title run that he's so richly earned and richly deserves. And then 
have him lose it to maybe someone else and then go and get caught up. And I think he would do well on SmackDown. I think SmackDown is the place for him because if the New Day are there and the New Day are still together at this point, him and the New Day in segment. <laughs> you know, like him just him just looking down in disgust at them, like when they're when they're mixing up their pancakes and they're throwing pancakes, that would be priceless. Absolutely. And you know, like I just think of all the things that they could do with him and it's just the sky isn't even the limit for him. And plus I love Velveteen Dream because I have a cat named Velvet and every time that his name gets spoken on commentary or he his music plays and it's Velveteen Dream. She's looking around like, wait, how do they know I'm here? That's <laughs> that's what's great about him. And I think the promos, and I mean, when you got people like Cena, Triple H, Hulk Hogan that love him, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's got that buzz, and I think it's going to be great when he gets called up. I mean, we saw some call-ups this week besides the heavy machinery crap. We did see EC3 in the back. We saw Nikki Cross wrestle on Raw, and we saw Nikki Cross scaring the living bejesus out of Ravis <laughs> you know, on SmackDown. Sure. But I thought it was great. I think play, Bully Ray had a good play, point. Play, play, Bully Ray made a, a good point saying he, he doesn't like the way they've been showcased, like all these call-ups. That, and I kind of agree with him that they're just sort of randomly they going are. backstage. They're the worst call-ups ever. In the streak of NXT call-ups, this is, this, in my eyes anyway, the worst call-ups ever. Just have them pop up in a backstage segment. And Lacey Evans watching the TV like at the most uncomfortable angle for her neck. I'm like, you're poor neck girl. Go see the physiotherapist right now because (laughs) your neck is going to be jacked, hon. And, you know, the whole thing with like just Lacey standing with the other women and then just Finn Balor stops and takes a look at her. I'm like, that's how you debut Lacey Evans. And this is how you Mm -hmm. debut, you know, these talents who have worked so hard and who have busted their ass down in Florida. And this is the way that you showcase them. And you showcase, like, just EC EC freaking three. You're going to just put in a backstage segment. You're not going to do, like, some vignettes of him, like, at the pool and stuff like that, showing off his luxurious lifestyle, showing that he's a big deal. You're not going to do that. You're just going to shove him in a backstage segment and be like, here you go, kid. It's it's like, what the frick, man? Yeah. And, and they even put some over Joe in that segment. He was obviously got history with EC3 from Impact, and they just sort of shook his head and walked off. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It felt like I was watching a TNA segment for a second, you know? <laughs> like, I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, wait, hold the phone. Am I watching Impact, or am I watching... Am I watching you know, WWE main roster television right now. It was really like that mind fuck moment, you know, like, holy shit. (laughs) And, you know, like Nikki Cross, they did kind of do well with. Yeah. You know, they put her in that match and they let her have the spotlight and they let her work and they let her do her crazy thing that I love. Like, I love Nikki. I love her. Like, like, like I've got a secret, you know, like the (laughs) whole Brittany Murphy, I'll never tell. Yeah. From don't say a word. Like, I love that crap. And, like, I'll still, like, tease my husband with it. Like, I'll be like, I've got a secret. And then he's like, he's like, shut up, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heavy machinery, I do kind of feel like they've already buried because they've just made Otis look like an idiot. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I that, mean, and that's like sad anyway. because I mean, I mean, like back in NXT, they were hilarious. Like that segment where, um, it was in the parking lot, and Johnny Gargano tries to snatch Tommaso Champ out of his car. And the whole time, one of the dudes from Heavy Machinery is going, it's a Ford. It's a Ford. It's a Ford. And I'm just losing my shit laughing. Like, I'm like, they could be so funny and they could be used the right way. But no, you're you're taking the peg down to sexual harassment. You know, like, come on, like these guys could be hilarious, but you're just, you're not. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right, WWE. Come on, Vince. Come on, Vince. Vince, I will. I tell you. I tell you one thing. I will never bitch and never complain about WWE programming again. I you just think, step down right now and hand over. I to think if they split them up, right? I think if they split them up, Dozovich would and turn Dozovich a heel. He would be fucking brilliant. Yeah. I think he'd be brilliant. I don't, you, you know me. I'm, 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 I'm the, I'm the angry, horrible, negative, couldn't give a monkey's person. Um, I like what I like and what I don't like. It, it's just one of them. Heavy machinery fall into that category with me all the time whenever I watch them because same as the street profits. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy into. It. You know these. It's they're generated. It's like they've come off a production line, and then be just being just being thrown a thrown a shirt. Right, wear that. Oh, you you're wearing that. Right, that's going to be your gimmick. Well, what am I? You're going to be known as heavy machinery because you're big, and you're big, and you can lift stuff. You know, stakes and weights is your thing, and that. But but what is the oh ducky 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 duck what's that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how you're gonna talk because you sound silly, you're ridiculous. And that's exactly yeah, what it is with me. There's there's no need for him to sound like that. No. I reckon if you let that guy speak how he speaks, he would be he would sound more intimidating. Yeah, because I bet like, you, I bet you, there's a big voice behind that freaking short man, huge body. Yeah, he's got that Vader physique. You know, um, I think for me, I think you, you, I watched that guy do a moon, for, do a do a moon salt, mm. and it's very convincing that you know what I mean. He, he, the guy is athletic. It doesn't require. It's exactly the same with Tucker. They don't require tag partners. I don't know why everything, everything seems to be. I mean, it's like Hawkins and what's the other guy's name? Right. Zach Ryder. Um, I think Hawkins is fantastic. No, oh, Street, oh, Street Profits. Profits. Oh. No, Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Right. Dawkins I don't like. He's 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 the one that's failed at every level with every partner he's ever had, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. He was, and he's was and he's had a, and he's had a lot of partners. Mm-hmm. Um, that frog splash is unreal. Yeah, Montez Ford. Yep. That is unreal. That 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 guy and the guy can move. I'm watching him do all them flips and flaps in the ring, 
And I'm thinking, there's more to you. Do you know who he reminded me of when I looked at him? Elix Skipper. Prime time, baby. I'm, 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 you know, I, I'd be willing, I'd be willing to bet that that guy could. Do you know what? They need to drop the two hundred five shit. They need to drop the drop the numbers, and just make it about innovation and and no limits. Because I'd be willing to bet that that guy would be great for something like that. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, Make it like an like almost like kind of like Impact has the X division where yeah. there's no weight limit and you can yeah. go out there and you can do yeah. whatever you want to do, yeah. you know. Kind of make it based off that. And I think you know, the whole... there's so much talent there that can't that could be used that can't be used because of shit like that. I and I think too it speaks to the fact that WWE is so freaking bloated right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the it's the, so the ro- bloated. It's, it's jam-packed. And Vince won't order, let anything go now. And in, order to, and in order to fit everybody in, what's the solution? Make makeshift tag teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, they need to start releasing some talent that they're not using. They need that's to... It. That's it, though, Courtney, isn't it? Is he going to? Because he knows. Because he, he knows about to... AEW now. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he it's, knows it. that... New Japan is breathing down his throat. You know, he's, he's, he's shitting bricks to show he should. He's been complacent for how many years? He's been feeding wrestling fans rubbish for how many years? And now he knows his, his time is up. Yeah, you Vince know? McMahon is the McDonald's of wrestling. He's He mm-hmm. has over a billion served, but is it quality? No, it's yeah. not. It's not necessarily no. a thing you want to eat to lead a healthy lifestyle, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, with this, he's like the McDonald's. Oh, and I don't like, know why I think the McDonald's right now. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, he, and then like, you know, like New Japan and like um, AEW are kind of like the five guys in the In-N-Out Burger, you know? Like, yeah. they're the ones that get Well, it wouldn't be stuff. hard for me. If I, if I could go into that WWE locker room and I could fire 10, 10 guys... Ten guys and girls. My job would be easy. It would be so easy. You know, it, it, honestly, it would be. It just wouldn't be hard. You know, Zack Ryder would be gone. Because Zack Ryder can go work for AEW because he's close with. You know, Zack Ryder could go. Because to me, Zack Zach Ryder doesn't bring you anything at the minute. He's he, he, other than his, you know, his WWE. You know, internet freaking videos with him shopping for toys. You know, newsflash, right? The kids don't play with toys anymore. They play Fortnite. <laughs> um, you know, um, Hawkins would have to go. Roll Mojo fucking Raleigh would have to go. Yeah. Alicia Fox would have to go. Um, it would be so easy. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Of them names I just named, would any of them really get on TV at AEW or New Japan? No. No. They really I mean, wouldn't. I, I mean, I could see Zack Ryder being involved just could because. You? I could see him being involved in AEW because he is close with the elite boys. 
So there is that relationship and that foundation there. So I could see him being involved in AEW at some point. It's just a matter of when the contract runs out and when he can sign a new one with AEW, you know? But I don't yeah. think he's going to be like featured like some huge freaking superstar because I don't think that the Bucks and Cody are going to do play the let's elevate the former WWE guy game. Yeah, I think no, I don't. No. I don't. They're, they're about they're that, about tradition. They're about hard 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 grafting. Fucking earn your earn your stripes. That's that's what it's built on, isn't it? It's and it's for the in and it's for it's for every guy that fucking Vince basically looks at and goes ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, now I have to ask: Can we talk about Jericho? Oh, geez. <clears throat> okay. So Chris Jericho did his show explaining the AEW thing, and he said he did have a meeting with Impact Wrestling, and he thought hard about it, and said Impact did make him a great offer, but Tony Khan came in with a bigger one. He had a meeting with Scott Demore, Don Callis, with Ed Nordholm. They were talking about some matches planned, like him versus Sammy Callahan, Johnny Impact, Brian Cage, Rich Swan, just to name a few. And he said he really thought hard about it, but Tony Khan came in with the offer. That's the biggest offer he's ever been offered in his career. So he took that. So he thought about it, but uh, he chose to go with AEW, and there was a plan for Impact, but he said no. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't blame him for going, not going to Impact because. Jericho is a smart businessman and he sees what's going on with impact. And he probably was like, he probably said publicly that he thought hard about it, but he really didn't. And when AEW offered him, he was like, hell yeah, I I'm think... in because. Go on. Sorry, Courtney. Because he loves, he loves those guys. Like you can see it. Like when he's on being the elite, like you can just see, he just loves being around the bucks. Like, if it's almost like the Bucks and the Elite Boys kind of bring out like his younger side and his more fun mm. side, you know, and he gets to have fun. So I think that's probably why he chose AEW, just because he wants to go have fun. Because at this point, he's got enough money. He's good financially. Fozzie is doing very well on tour. You know, like he just needs something to just go have fun. I and think the thing with Jericho, though. Is the fact that Jericho is—he's all about proving people wrong, isn't he? Yeah. He's all about proving people wrong, and I think Jericho, at this point in his career, would do anything to put put something that's suffering over. And have a damn good fucking use his connections. I, I really do think that I I think he would have been serious about c considering impact because I don't think he'd lost anything. You know what I mean? I'd have hurt, it would have hurt me. I'd have been pissed. <laughs> I'd have been pissed. Um, but I I really do think because I think that's just the guy he is. I think for every person that would sit there, right, and go, Chris Jericho won't go there. Chris Jericho won't go there. Chris Jericho won't go Why won't Chris Jericho go there? Oh, because he loves Vince McMahon. He loves WWE. Jericho would listen to every single one of them and go, you don't fucking know me. 
<laughs> you don't know me. You, you say you say that I, I do this, I do this, but you haven't actually watched what I've been doing in WWE for years. I've been putting over the guys that get ignored, but you still don't see them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Every guy that he's ever put over, uh, it's just, it's wasted. It's wasted, wasted. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm on about. For every for every person that Chris Jericho has put over, it's been for nothing. Because the Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens has gone on fucking keto. You know what I mean? He's he's a he's a keto freaking person now. What is wrong? What is wrong with being fucking chunky? <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, seriously. What the no, fuck no. is wrong with? What the fuck is wrong with that? Vince McMahon could go fuck himself. Well, I honestly he ain't got a clue. I honestly think that that Kev did that for himself because he does have children. He does, you know. Have a wife, and he does. I hope want to he be done healthier. it for himself. I do hope he done it for himself, but I, but I just can't help but think that Kevin Owens' WWE career and Holback has been always about him being a little bit podgy. Same with Joe. Yeah, it's oh, good I... for it's good for the storyline because they're big guys and they're aggressive, and this helps them and this helps them. But do we really want that guy showing his belly fat with a WWE strap? He want it round his waist. I don't want it over his shoulder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. And I mean, it shouldn't be that way because, you know, like Joe can move around like a cruiserweight if he wants to. Joe. You Love know, Joe. and and Kev can do the same thing. So it's like, you know, like what the frick? Like size, like. As long as your cardio is good and as long as you aren't getting blown up and you're not, you know, risking someone else's safety in the ring because you're, you know, you're slightly out of shape or whatever, you know? Yeah. Leave it be and just, you know, yeah. let them do them and yeah. let them. That's, 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 that's what, what kind of winds me up is the fact that with WWE, with it being the PLC company that it is. It, it's almost like he's Vincent Kennedy McMahon has lost track of reality on what the world actually looks like now. He's, he's, you know he, lives, he lives in another bubble. And you know why? Mm. Because Vincent Kennedy McMahon eats, lives, yeah. sleeps, and breathes this. There have been stories of writers who, you know, like they try to go and go to the bathroom, and Vince follows them in the bathroom and is talking to them through the stall about creative creative direction. Um, Vince doesn't sleep very much. He doesn't like to sleep at all because he likes to keep abreast of everything. He has been in his own goddamn bubble for so long that now he is consumed by it, and now he cannot relate to anything common sense or anything that is... Yeah. Pop culture worthy in the world. He just can't because he has just let himself get so immersed in his own shit and his own ego that he can't see the bigger picture. 
And Triple H is the polar opposite because Triple H is paying attention to the indies. Um, as far as I know, like since Triple H took over NXT and NXT has started, that WWE actually has a unit now inside headquarters that their their job is to browse the indies, to browse, you know, like other competition and other shows and see what's going on in the wrestling world. And that's because they need they now need to be able to talent scout. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's Something a good thing. Something they never had to do because there was never anyone that could snatch it, yeah. Yeah, and not only that, you know, like back in the day, it used to be like OBW or DSW, Deep South Wrestling, was their developmental. Mm-hmm. And basically, they just did what they wanted for the longest time. Like DSW, they did what they wanted. And same with OBW. I mean, you hear the stories from, you know, Bill DeMott and his training and stuff, and they never had to do that. But now that Triple H has gone in, created this billion-dollar facility, you know, this performance center that's just amazing and is hiring talent from across the world. You know, I really think that's why, like, I I say this all the time, like, I would never complain about a single booking decision WWE ever makes again if Triple H just took over tomorrow. Yeah, no. Because he, he knows what he's doing. He has a mind for the business, and he's not out of touch. And oh, he has, young, and he has young daughters too, that can tell I him. I just, I just think it's sad that the reason that that guy leaves the seat as the chairman of the WWE will be because of death. Mm. You know, not 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 pride, not family. It's it will be the business, the business, and that's fucking sad because. He's got grandchildren. I don't. I don't. I don't dismiss the fact that he he loves his grandchildren and do, probably does spend time with them because all we see him as is the seat. You know what I mean, chairman of the board. But I can't help but believe that granddad, 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 can you come play? Hang on, I gotta sign a few checks. You know what I mean, granddad. Two hours later, can you come play? Still gotta sign a couple. I get. I. I. That's him. I mean, there there are some pictures of him, you know, with the grandkids, like back from when they were babies, you know. But mm-hmm. but Stephanie doesn't really allow, you know, her daughter's faces to be shown. Mm. Yeah, no, she doesn't. I like that about Stephanie. I do like that. Do you you like always see these like couple photos of Triple H and Stephanie in their personal life. You never see that with Vince. No, no, you don't. You don't see him in Linda. No, he's always twenty four seven corporate. Yeah. I've, I've well, kind Linda, of always. Linda does post some pictures with um, with Steph and Tripp's daughters sometimes, but you know, like, it just seems like that is all that he is. It's like that is his identity. His identity is chairman of the board of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. It's not Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the man, yeah. the father, the husband. I'm breaking kayfabe, isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, it is. I just don't think he ever wants to be liked. <laughs> Do you I know what I mean? Wants, I think he wants to be feared a lot. I think <laughs> he wants, when you walk into a room, he wants you to stand up straight, soldier, like you're in the freaking army and he's a drill sergeant. I That's think the vibe fear, that I get. Fear is something now he will, he will be. 
he will be used to. Yeah. Yeah, because now he's got the Khan family. You know. Offering good money to talent, offering yeah, equal pay. Yeah. And health insurance. But, but, but this could be the same thing that woke Vincent Kennedy McMahon up. You know what I mean? In the yeah, in be. them late nineties. It in could be. He's not 90s. the same guy he was twenty years ago, though. No, but but he's got he's got people around him that it, that that are him, hasn't he? It might drive you Triple know, H even more, which is a scary his, thing. His, his daughter, his daughter, for me, reminds me reminds me of him. They you don't know? want incest for nothing. You know, I, she really does. I just, I just think it, it can go two ways. I, I actually, I, I'm not upset about it. I'm not, I, I love it. I love it because now I've got a reason to go. This, this could really, really cause a stir. There's a lot of shit that can happen in the middle. You know what I mean? In the, in I mean, the next twelve months. Yeah. Like. The whole thing with the health insurance, too, and they're giving them NFL health insurance. Yeah. They're not getting just any no. old health insurance. Like, this is access to the best physiotherapy you can yeah. get in the world, the best surgeons in the world if you get hurt, everything. Yeah. And, and Vince does, and Vince, yeah, they take care of them. Yeah, they have doctors on the road and whatnot, but there is no, you know, system behind it and when you have a system behind it and you have a system of legit doctors because dr chris amen is still on my shit list <laughs> i'm sorry but yep. after hearing all that stuff with punk you know like where you hear a talent possibly has an abscess and staff is so contagious and it can kill you mm-hmm. you know it's like no, and you're just going to keep throwing Z-Packs at it? Knowing that, knowing that, you know, like, Cody wants to form a union, which is a very controversial and touchy subject. It's like, this is the, this is Vince's worst nightmare come true, mm-hmm. where he's got talent that are starting their own company, uh-huh. and they're actually going to look out for the boys and girls. They're going to take care of them. This is, Vince's worst nightmare. And then not only that, you got to worry about all the talent that they're signing. Like they just signed Pac. They've got Adam Page, which Adam Page turned them down. They got the Bucks. The Bucks turned them down. They got Cody. Cody obviously turned them down. (laughs) Now it's like, it's like everybody's telling WWE no and telling AEW yes. It's like, yeah. A total reversal of fortune. Well, like I said, in the net, in the, that's all. They, when you look at their roster, I've had people say it to me, yeah, well, there's not really a lot of big, big names on it. It doesn't. Re- I hate that terminology, big names. Mm. Big too, names. But- what the fuck do people consider a big name? John Cena. Oh, just because John Cena isn't signed, it's not going to be a you success. Know, this is exactly what, what I mean. You know? Um,. Doesn't need John Cena. John Cena's as overrated as they come. That you know, and- John, John Cena doesn't represent wrestling. He represents every snot-nosed kid in the front row. He represents sports entertainment. You he know? doesn't represent professional wrestling. 
And <laughs> not only that, these days, I need somebody to find John Cena, shoot him in the neck with a trank dart, yep. and shave that shit. Shave that head. <laughs> yeah, shave that head. Yes, yeah. Please. And then they need to make him, no, no, don't do that. Don't shave the head, because you know what will happen then? Superman will re- be rebooted, and he'll be Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> No, we need a hair versus make sure, hair match. Make sure it's a two. Make sure it's a two. Yeah. Make sure it's a we grade a two, two or three. You know, I want to play a game before we sign off. Okay. Right? Play a game before you sign off. Your AEW chairmans or CEOs, you can sign three people. Right? Three people to your rosters. Who are they? Who's going first? I'll go because I got my answers already. Oh, go, go, go. Um, not that it could happen technically with contracts with WoW and everything, but I would sign Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. I would sign, of course, Killer Cross. Yeah. And I would sign Scarlet Bordeaux. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Mm. Michael, go. All right. I would sign. All right. I know she's the current champ, but I'd love to see Kelly Klein in AEW. Uh, I'd love to see who else we got that's out there. Well, well, Killer Cross, yeah, that's one and a for for I guess for and third. You know what? I would probably say Juice Robinson. Hmm. Whoa, does it go? All right, uh, Tony Storm. Yeah, Switchblade. <laughs> and it's. Probably very unlikely, but just because it would make massive headlines and be a big middle finger to Vince uh, Punk. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still the Harper there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'd even pay for cult of personality. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shock you because yeah. I'm gonna go with the man I just went. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Luke Harper. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, so underrated. Brody Lee, absolute fucking machine. Um, I am gonna snatch Becky Lynch. Yeah. From WWE. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him home because I think Finn Balor needs to be utilized correctly. Yeah. I think his move set needs to be seen. I don't believe in cutting cutting his move set down to at least 30, any anything under fucking fifty percent is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest thing I just had to do because <laughs> there's so many. Killer Cross, <laughs> I'm leaving Killer Cross where he is because Killer Cross needs to go to New Japan. <laughs> Killer Killer Cross can go to AEW. Well, and I'll tell him that when he's on the show. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not. You know what I mean? I don't want to be cutting promos on him. <laughs> oh, I've, I've already, I've already got a question related to that. You know, I, I just, he needs to go. He needs, I, he's, he's strong style. You know? Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, podcast promo rumble 4 comes your way next week on Saturday the 26th on the pre-show on Friday the 25th so be sure not to miss out on our first championship extravaganza of 2019 also announced this week Throne Zone Season 2 
arrived on April 10th as we prepare for our final trip to Westeros. You can re-listen to the first season now as we react to season 7 of Game of Thrones at Thrones Zone UK. And that's about it for this week. As we said, keep a look out for Killer Cross uh, on In the Hot Seat. That will be coming in the next day or two. And you can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is at SM Show 1 and MCL92. The ass is formerly known as The Butcher is at TOG69BHITB. Anything to add, gentlemen? Uh, yeah. You I just want to say big happy birthday to uh, yes. Amir, Blackburn, yes, Costello. Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming for your title soon, bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> spicy. Mike, I know you've probably got some interviews lined up. Uh, you could check out the latest edition of Shooting the Breeze with former Max Wrestling captain Evan Money McCaba. We had a lot of fun on that show. You can check out Courtney Summers on my pop culture show talking 20 years of Britney Spears' baby one more time. And you can check out my latest interview with Rick Titan, life coach, that was uh, motivational great. speaker, thank you, and former WWE superstar, the fake Razor Ramon. The second Razor Ramon. The second Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> That's I did like that Razor Ramon. I did like that Razor Ramon. I would never, ever like another Razor Ramon. <laughs> no, like, he's a cool guy. Uh, and of course, our guest this week, Courtney, the floor is yours. Um, I have a poetry website, strongstylepoetry.wordpress.com, all one word. And I'm also on Twitter at switchxqueen, which is three different wrestler references in one name. I'll let y'all figure out who they are. <laughs> um, and I'm on the Bodega Wrestling Podcast right now. That's my podcasting home. If you want to give us a listen, come and listen and check us out. All right. And you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Wrestling UK and Max Wrestling Interactive Group on Facebook. We're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. And make sure you check out MaxWrestling.net. As I said, join us next week for our first special of 2019. It is, of course, Podcast Promo Rumble 4. Mike, I know you're ready to defend that knowledge championship. Emir will be defending the promo championship against Moni Lin. And we'll be predicting the NXT TakeOver Phoenix and the Royal Rumble. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Fuck them. <laughs>